Welcome to True Inspire Health and Fitness Show. I'm your host, Dennis Postema, and today we are honored to have one of our good friends at True Inspire, Monique Bro, here today. Um, Mo, I'm excited to have you on the show. A little thank bit you about, for having me. Oh, well, thank you for coming on. And I'm uh, <laughs> going to go over a little bit about Monique. Um, she was originally from New Orleans. However, she planted her roots in the Texas Hill Country after Hurricane Katrina and Rita. Currently, she serves as recreation coordinator for the City of Marble Falls Parks and Recreation Department, specializing in community relations and sponsorship acquisitions. Monique traveled or actively participates in several professional developmental or development organizations, including TRAPS, NRPA, and Keep Texas Beautiful, winning the 2019 John C. Potts Potsy Leadership Development Scholarship, enabled her to complete her first year of NRPA Director School, and she is eagerly looking forward to year two. Monique is a proud graduate of Louisiana State University. She holds a master's degree in public administration and is a certified park and recreational professional. She has also obtained the national recognized Certified Youth Sports Administrator endorsement. Her goal for uh, Central Texas is to serve the local population through health and wellness opportunities for residents of all ages while promoting environmental education, stewardship, and community enrichment. Monique allows it the ketogenic lifestyle and a silver member of Camp Gladiator and Austin-based outdoor fitness group. That is all awesome, Monique. <laughs> tell, me, tell me how you are even taking that in and how that's working right now with COVID, a little bit about you know what's going on in, in your life with COVID with the uh, Parks and Rec stuff. So the Parks and Rec world right now, we are in the process of going virtual. So um, whether it's on Zoom, Facebook Live, Instagram TV, or IGTV, we are taking what we do on a daily basis and we are flipping that on a national level. So it's not just a thing that we're doing in Central Texas. I'm a part of a group called Women in Parks and Recreation where we share ideas. So everything from cake and cookie decorating to uh, camp in a box where you can purchase um, different activities and you follow along online. If we can send you a link or um, you can kind of like, you know, wing it. Uh, it's like we're going back to the roots of what playing outside really looks like. So we did a thing called Chalk Your Walk, and it was a national initiative where we took sidewalk chalk, and when we were all in quarantine across the nation, you would go and write a nice note or draw a picture in your neighbor's driveway, and we did that all over Texas and pretty much all over the United States, you know, telling people happy birthday, telling your neighbor that you miss them, um, and stuff like that teaching kids how to play jump rope, um, you know, do, making slime, like if going back old school and doing the vinegar and baking soda volcano. Yeah. So like we, we are really getting down into the weeds and having fun with making Parks and Rec, you know, a virtual experience as best as we can. Yep. Yep. I love the technology, but I love the old school stuff that, you know, we used to do that a lot of kids don't even know about anymore. And, and right. one blessing through COVID would actually probably be that, along with some of the people going back and cooking and making things that they may not have ever done had it not happened. So look at the exactly. silver lining, I guess, right? It, it's, it's the perfect silver lining. Cause yeah. like you think about how busy people are, like with the, the, the fast food generation, as I call it, that now you get to stay home and instead of making, you know, getting pancakes from a fast food joint, you can, 
make a pancake bar. Like my, my friend, she did this thing where she's like, I'm going to do a pancake bar for all my nieces and cousins. And I'm like, that's a perfect idea because they were used to going out for brunch or lunch sure. on Saturday morning. So she flipped it and she's like, well, I'm going to do the pancakes and do all the toppings. And I say, well, that's exactly what you do. Like, and now they're like, oh, these pancakes is better than so-and-so's. I'm like, yeah, like it's all going back to the roots of how people grew up in the 80s, 90s, and like the early 2000s before we became so dependent on the digital lifestyle. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I'm going to get into it a little bit. So I want you to tell me, Monique, a little bit about your journey and your story of uh, how you started in the keto, your, your story of, I love your story on your website, by the way, it's at fatgirlinthekitchen.com. Um, I love the story. I'd like you to tell people how you got from where you were going using keto to creating um, your website and your business. Okay. So in March 11, 2015, I had a brain tumor removed. And if anybody knows anything about the brain, when, when they went in, so it's called a transpernoidal procedure where they had to cut the top of my gum line and go in through the back of the sinuses and then cut out a section of the brain right here very dangerous procedure because the tumor was pressing against my optical nerves. So I don't wear glasses just for fashion. I wear them because I was losing my vision and um, the type of tumor that I had, it was taking my peripheral vision. And so, you know, I waited as long as I could. I did all this experimental medication, you know, all these different treatments over the course of two years leading up to it. And so I finally had to just say, you know, I'm a trust. God and these doctors, and we're going to do this surgery. And it was like an eight-hour surgery. Um, and I, I made my decision going in that if that was the last day that I saw my family on this side of heaven, that I lived the best life that I could live. So came out of the surgery, ended up in the hospital in Temple, Texas for, uh, I believe, seven days. Uh, because it was a lot of swelling, uh, a lot of uh, trying to get my vitals uh, to stabilize. Okay. and by me being on, you know, the different medications, the steroids, I was taking steroids three times a day. I had to take medication to keep my stress levels under control. Because one thing about the brain, if you mess with it, it's the thing that's called diabetes insipidus, that if they stun your brain, you lose all control of your bladder. So I had that going on. Um, Then like, I couldn't get stressed out. So like my cortisol had no way to, to normalize. So oh. I was also on medication for that, and I ballooned. I ballooned can... to 400 pounds. Wow. I can Now, was it prednisone? Was it the steroid prednisone? I was that... on prednisone as well. I so. was on, yeah, I've done that too, and I it just, yes. oh my gosh, plus all the cortisol. Wow, yeah. okay. So Continue. prednisone and cortisol. Yeah, so oh wow. Oh. I was, I was... I was quite fluffy <laughs> and my, my family, they, they, they were very nice about it. And I, you know, of course, like your mom and your sisters are just like, you're still beautiful. And I was just like, I can't see my feet. I don't care how, how beautiful I am. Like right. I can't see my feet. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I gained a lot of weight and it was, it was nothing I could do about it. I could not control it. And I was very, very upset about that. Like sure. I, I cried many days because I was to the point like I can't gain another ounce because I got to the point where it was dangerous so I was getting closer and closer to becoming a diabetic I was on three blood pressure medications a day 
on top of the other steroids. And it was just like, this is just snowballing into something else. Um, the metformin, the Victoza, and I'm like, I don't want to live like this. And not, not just the physical. A lot of people, I've had plenty of surgeries myself, and people don't understand. It's not even just the physical. You're also dealing with all the mental anguish that you had before, yeah. beginning, beginning, before, and during, and then after. And that's just right. as much of a toll, too. So you went through the physical and that. So I can only imagine, I mean, I, wow. So, yes, yeah. sir. So, like, it was like I was helpless because, like, I couldn't even lift more than five pounds. So, like, a bottle of water was my, my max out. So, like, I became totally dependent on my mom and my sisters and my nieces to help me. And like, I, it was just so taxing on my entire family to go through something like that. And on top of gaining weight. So like, I'm, I'm helpless, but then I can't get around. I can't walk around because I can't carry anything or I get winded really quick. So it's just like, you know, the weight just packed on very, very quickly. And how I ended up getting to the point of the ketogenic diet, like I, I got on the scale one day because I avoided it, like after surgery, I avoided sure. it completely, because once you realize that your clothes don't fit, and you have, like, I had uh, my pastor's wife, she she got me an outfit, you know, to make me feel better, because it was right around my birthday, it was a four five X, I've never seen that number before, and I'm just like, I don't want this, yeah, right, <laughs> like, yeah, like, like, I'm appreciative of your gift, but like, I don't want to wear a four five X, and like, I lived in that shirt, because it was the only thing that fit, Right. Like it was the only thing that fits. So like my sister calls it the donut shirt. There's no donuts on that shirt. Right. Like it was flowers, but they were so huge. It looked like donuts with pink sprinkles on it. But um, I did a bunch of research because I, I had time on my hands. I was home sure. from work. I couldn't do anything. And I just started looking for different ways to how can I get off this medicine? How can I heal my body? And, um, and like, I prayed, I was just like, um, God, show me what to do because, like, I can't right. live like this. Like, because I was also experiencing um, swelling in my legs. So, like, what is it? Edema, lymphedema, where, like, my feet, like, I couldn't wear shoes. Like, could not wear shoes. And, like, that was also embarrassing because, like, how can you go anywhere and you can't even put on shoes? Sure. So, I lived in ballet flats and flip flops for the longest. Um, so, long story short, I ran across the ketogenic diet and I saw that it was used back you know all the way back to ancient egypt to control yeah. epilepsy and i'm just like well let's see what will happen you know you know it's still part of the brain still you know epilepsy still part of this whole brain response let's see if this will help me and it was like at first i didn't really get it yeah. but i kept just doing research and i started reaching out to people online to because i couldn't get the macros right because yeah. um, I was used to the typical like Atkins or the low fat diet. And it was like, well, no, this, you know, mentally it didn't make sense. Like you, right. you're telling me that a high fat diet is going to help me. No, like yeah. you guys are, it's, it's a I trend, can eat right? bacon. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can have butter in my coffee. Yeah. Like this has to be a trick. Um, but no, like it's, it's like, it saved my life. Yeah. So um, August of 2016, when I was starting to, wean off some of the medication sure. um you know i like i had a, a a nasty encounter with the customer like i had this lady walk into my office and tell me you know you are so fat like you are going to die of a heart attack and like i was taken aback like are <laughs> are we in high school like yeah not even high school are we in elementary school like did you really just walk up to me and tell me that with the face and then 
expect me to continue to help you with not an, a, an attitude and I laughed it off but I but I, I took it with a grain of salt and I'm just like well it's obviously something that the public sees sure. that I don't see because like I said my family was just like you're still full you're still the same person but it was an oxymoron almost like being an overweight orthopedic doctor or overweight cardiologist how are you an overweight um parks professional right so I'm like okay this lady just insults I, like I went home I'm like this lady just insulted me I wrote this long Facebook post about her um and I'm just like okay so today's the day that we we change yeah we change and, you know and after that I, I took it and I, and I I ran with it um and I adapted it you know the keto lifestyle to you know the things that I like I'm from Louisiana okay yeah in New Orleans, food is a passion. So the gumbo, the potato salad, the po' boys, you know, the beignets. And I have adapted the way I was raised to eat to a ketogenic lifestyle. So like my family knows during the holidays, I'm not going to party having because I know how or that. I call it the carb hangover. Like I've experienced the carb hangover and it's not worth it. Yeah. Like I'd rather be mentally clear and not have the aches and the pains because like when I go back to carbs and sugar, like my body betrays me. Yes, like, yeah. like every joint that I have is inflamed almost yeah. instantaneously. So like I know ketogenic is for me on a permanent basis. You know, first of all, that's, a, that's an awesome story. I mean, that, you, you know, your whole entire path is completely awesome. But the the other thing is, is um, I love that you did your research because so many people, I think everybody has a diet that works for them or a plan or a lifestyle that works for them. Um, and I think people get so mad that like with keto or with something that it doesn't work for them because it, it's not their diet. But going back, you know, I did tons of research on keto as well um, for Keto Diet 2.0 and going back and looking at it and the fact of how long it has been around and what it's done for people and that people have been on it for ages, I mean, 20, 30, 30 years without any stopping. Um, it's just amazing. I, you know, I think people need to do the research that you did. So um, I, I definitely appreciate that. And I appreciate you sharing your story. That's um, just a couple other things I want to ask you. So what is some advice that you can give to uh, other plus size people who are apprehensive about beginning a workout program? Even if you come in last every single time, like for two years, I've been with Camp Gladiator and I have been last. And, you know, it at first it will mentally defeat you, but you are laughing everybody on the couch. If you have to turtle walk or armadillo walk or even crawl back to the, the starting line, at least you are moving faster than everybody that's sitting on the couch. So don't let that mental barrier of you think that people are going to look at you differently or people are, might not support the, the fact that you're coming in last. People are going to support you. And that's the thing that I like about going to group exercise is because they are built in cheerleaders yeah. so like even when i was the last one i was still getting high fives and cheers like come on Mo, you can do it you can do it yeah. and you know it makes you feel good so it does reassure you so don't don't quit yeah i love that i love that yeah that's it and an internal cheerleader or you know your own car crowded cheerleaders that's awesome so i love that so i love that part because and the thing is is i every time i gain weight and i get upset with myself for doing it I say, okay, no, stop, wait a minute. What are you gonna do about it? Not, 
And I love that, that you're not on the couch. You know, what are you, what are you going to do about it? You can't get, it's not fair to complain and do nothing. So uh, that's, I always give myself that little bit of mental self talk, self talk. So, um, so what are, what are your current immediate and short-term and long-term fitness goals, Monique? Um, so immediate goals, um, I want to say I would like to run a 5K. I've done them. I've power walked them. I've mall walked them. I've, you know, walked really, really fast. Like I would go into a great Black Friday sale. Sure. Um, I always make the joke that, you know, Macy's has a sale, got to get there. Um, even when I'm working out with the girls uh, at my gym. But I want to actually run the 5K. Good like, for you. Go faster, not jog, not mall walk, not mom walk, you know, run. Like, let your legs carry you this whole 3.5 miles. So that that's my, my immediate goal. That's awesome. That's a very awesome immediate goal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, uh, what's more important, the number on the scale or the numbers on your medical chart? Oh, so that, that one's kind of... A catch twenty two. So like, of course, like as a as a as a woman, everybody wants to see that perfect number. Everybody has this ideal weight, um, and I was stuck on having the ideal weight, um, and it, it was like it was defeating me because it's like I'm 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 big in stature naturally. Like my my dad's like six four, my baby nephew is six four, three hundred fifty pounds. I'm five ten. So like I I'm naturally I call myself a giant. Um, so I wanted to see that perfect number on the scale, but sure. when I started getting my lab work done and I, my A1C dropped okay. from being almost diabetic to normal, when I got my glucose done and it was normal and I'm no longer on three blood pressure pills a day to nothing, no metformin, no Victoza, no pills. It was just like, okay, you know, medical chart trumps it because like the lymphedema went away like i wear a size seven ring like who would have known that from a size 10 to a size seven you know my, my my feet went down and you know like i dropped 80 pounds and it's just like okay come on like we, we can do this like yeah. so like I, I would say the medical chart like start with the medical stuff and then eventually you'll get to where your body is comfortable like everybody's not born to look like you know, Heidi Klum, yeah. you know, and I had to get that in my, my, my head that, you know, if I'm never the next Ashley Graham or plus size model, it's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. That that's awesome. And I love talking about that so much because so many people like when I coach and I'm sure people that you talk to, they always want to, they always want to talk about losing weight and that's great on the scale, but also the health factor is so important along with depending on what you're doing. So if you've got somebody who's, right. who's weightlifting along with doing cardio, you know, you may lose weight initially, but if you're lifting weights, muscle weighs more than fat. So eventually exactly. you could be four sizes smaller and actually weigh more, you know? So there's so many factors in that. And so still I, be heavier. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I love that. I love talking about that. And the medical part, isn't that what we're doing it for? Right? You know, you for know, right, I mean, for health and not vanity. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I love that. So, um, um, has the ketogenic diet uh, solidified itself as a mainstay in our culture, or is it another fat? I would say both. So, people that are like truly into the the science behind the ketogenic diet, and they've done it for a long time. And when I say a long time, I'm talking about three years plus. Mm -hmm. um, 
it, it's been solidified for them because they've seen the results. Sure. Um, like if you if your migraines have gone away or your tiredness or your you know joint inflammation, like you, it has been solidified in your life. I think that because of how Americans are, they jump on the next bandwagon because a celebrity may have done it or a, a new company has put out a product that has labeled it keto and like that's one thing that's like driven me completely nuts that every everything is keto now mm -hmm. um that like you don't need products per se um that that are labeled keto or whatever like some things like the exogenous ketones like yeah those work like those give me life but like i just think that some parts of our culture has turned it into a fad um and some parts of culture like this is a mainstay lifestyle that helps combat different ailments or illnesses that may be recurrent if you did not eat that particular way. Yeah. Um, and and the, the reason I say that, I just had a conversation with my friend before I hopped on this call because she's trying to, she was trying to purchase these keto shakes. And I told her, I said, well, let me just give you a warning that if you don't commit to the ketogenic diet as a lifestyle, you're going to regain this weight with a vengeance once you stop. Yeah. And she was just like, well, I just want to lose 15 pounds. I said, but I'm just telling you, the minute that you stop, you're going to regain 15 plus because you're just trying to use it as a quick fix. You're not trying to do it for the health benefits or as the lifestyle. You just saw it as my birthday's at the end of the month and I can drop 15 pounds in two weeks. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I couldn't agree with you more. I, I love that you said that because it's, you have to understand, first of all, the, key, the way of keto and, and also... For some people, I mean, even with the supplementation, if you're doing keto along with even the supplements, there's great supplements out there. That, and then there's, of course, ones that aren't great, just like any other product. Um, right. But, you know, some of those things, it's not, a, it is not, keto is not a quick fix. Some people, it takes a little bit to, for a pound to come off, you know, for it really exactly. to start working. Now, when it does hit, it goes, it goes tremendously. But, you know, it's, it's not, it's not, hey, two weeks from now, I want to be this. I'm just going to take these keto pills. <laughs> it's not, yeah. it, it, it's not like that. Yeah. So I like that you touched on that. What has been your greatest non-scale victory thus far? And how did you celebrate that milestone? Now scale victory. So I told you that um, I, when I, when I was, when I was battling with all the hormones and the, the lymphedema and all of that, like I was wearing ballet flats and flip-flops so this year i was able to purchase a pair of athletic shoes that i could actually string up so one one thing that people don't realize that when you are so overweight sometimes like reaching your feet like and i, and I joke about my feet all the time that getting to your feet is not as easy as people think it is right. so like wearing shoes without uh, laces becomes a lifestyle, something that you can slide in and out because it's easy. You don't have to be embarrassed to say, hey, can you come and help me put my shoes on? Right. Um, like, I'm not an 80 year old lady that can't bend over. Like, I'm just a 30 something year old that can't reach their feet. So, I was able to buy a pair of really cool um, Reebok athletic shoes. And they had the crazy laces and all these colors. And when I put them on, I was able to string them up without getting winded. And like, I was like a little kid on Christmas morning, like skipping around my kitchen because I was able to wear shoes. First of all, a pair of shoes that 
I was able to order offline. I didn't even have to try them on to make sure my feet weren't swollen and all that. Um, and I strung them up and like, I'm skipping and jumping and I'm just like, you know, look, I have on shoes that have strings in them. Yeah. And my, like my mom was like, I'm so proud of you. Like, keep going. Like, congratulations. And, you know, like the best non-scale victory. And then um, this past weekend, I wore a pair, of high, a pair of high heels. And, you know, when you're overweight, like trying to balance on those skinny heels will make your, you know, joints and your ankles and your knees scream for mercy. I'm and, sure. you know, once you, you, know, you drop 80 pounds, it's just like, I can do this again. Because I, you know, before I gained weight, like I loved wearing high heels. Like I'm a girly girl. So it was like a pair of high heels, like, yes. <laughs> I'm wearing heels, like, let's go to the grocery store because we have nowhere else to go. I can wear these anywhere. <laughs> exactly. So that, that felt great. And it was like motivation to keep, to keep going. That, that brings up an awesome point, too. I always tell people about, like, talking about victory. I, I, the victory as far as, like, writing down your victories each day and writing down the small stuff along with the big, awesome ones, like wearing heels and wearing athletic shoes and, and getting there because that's just an extra notch that's going to get us to the next level rewarding yourself as well you know not only in the next notch but you're also rewarding yourself and that's uh you need to put those things in place i think that's great that's mm -hmm. that's awesome so um any advice you, you would give to anybody who's a little bit reluctant to start any you know if they get in their own head any advice if you get, get out of your own head. Advice, yeah. Okay. Get just get out of your own head. Like I, I will tell anybody. Like the, I say all the time, I didn't choose the parks life. The parks life chose me. Like I come from a background in media and journalism, and you know did a complete 360 eight years ago in guidance and recreation. I am the last person to, you would think of in recreation, and get out of your own head and experience life stop living your life from the sidelines and just begin begin somewhere little bitty steps will eventually add up to bigger accomplishments it's just like a paper towel roll if you take one roll off one piece of the roll off every single day and by the end of that roll you're going to realize like wait how did i use them all at one time and it's the same thing you may start off with a five pound weight and eventually get to lifting 30 pound weights you right. you 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 build that endurance slowly but surely and you make it a lifestyle don't try to make it a quick fix because a quick fix that's done for vanity that's done and that's why there are waist trainers and body suits and all that type of stuff is not reality like you want to be able to reward yourself and say that you did and, and, and that's, what I, that's what I tell anybody. Like I tell my family the same thing. Like, just start. Start yeah. somewhere. Whether, you know, you're watching something on YouTube or on Pop Sugar or, like I said, Instagram Live. Like, there are so many outlets and avenues. Like, even Dollar Tree sells workout tapes. Wow. Like, come on, Dollar Tree. Right. You know, One dollar, you can go get a, a beginner's workout thing. And even if you don't want to spend the money, like, I, I tell friends, like, you know, challenge yourself before you join a gym. If you can commit to walking around your neighborhood for a month, build the habit within 21 to 30 days. If you can master that, then you go join the gym. But it's just a little baby steps. Like instead yeah. of uh, parking in front of the door at the store, park to the back. There you go. Challenge, challenge yourself. Right, yeah. Take steps. Walk yeah. to your mailbox if you live in a subdivision. Instead of driving to the mailbox, 
but just start somewhere and you'll be so proud of yourself, you know, 30, 60, 90, 120 days out. That's great advice and, and very good advice. And that's also a great analogy about the paper towels. You know, I, I always say shoveling snow because I don't want to say the old uh, like one step at a time, but paper towels, that, that's a great analogy. I like that. Yeah. So, uh, um, well, the, the only other thing is let's, let's talk about, thank you, first of all, going through that. God obviously isn't done with you yet. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, you, you got a good story to share and we greatly appreciate it. Um, tell us, how do our viewers and how do our, our readers get a hold of Monique? So, if you're looking for me, uh, it is Fat Girl in the Kitchen with a PH, PHAT, pretty hot and tempting, going back go. to that old movie from the 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love <laughs> and, uh, it. Like, my brothers, like, so, like, I, like I said, I've always been a big person. Like, I've been 5'10 in, like, fifth grade. So, like, when everybody else was scrawny, like, I'm already dunking on people. So, like, my <laughs> two younger brothers used to call me Fat Girl. So, like, it's just a nickname that stuck. Um, but I flipped it instead of having the, that the F word that so many people are afraid of. P-H-A-T, Fat Girl in the Kitchen on Instagram or fatgirlinthekitchen.com. If they're looking for me, like you can follow me on Instagram for um, reviews and just, you know, my everyday Parks and Rec shenanigans because it's something different every single day in the Parks world or, you know, fitness wise or even um, supplement wise because I'm always willing to try something different just to see how it works for me because you know i i, I still want to know what works and what doesn't work and yeah. i'm always curious of you know the 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 label of keto on different products so sure. um that's where you can find me p-h-a-t fat girl in the kitchen and that's and it's a great website there's a lot of content a lot of good information and clothing and everything so uh we encourage everybody to reach out um thank you so much monique I, I it, it was a very it's a pleasure to have uh, met you and to be your friend and uh, you'd be a part of to inspire we appreciate it thank you very much definitely thank you for having me all right and I'm gonna go ahead and sign off and I just want everybody to go ahead and live to inspire thanks